Indeed, you are on Rise FM, and uh, yeah, three minutes just after seven now. We are joined on the line by the director for monitoring and evaluation and oversight and in intervention uh, management. That's uh, Ubabu Isaac uh, Kabini. He joins us now on the line to help us make sense following the compulsory lifestyle audits that were introduced in April 2021. By the then minister, that's Mayor Ayanda Zodlo, the Minister of uh, Public Services and Administration. She confirmed at the time that the lifestyle audit was uh, going to be implemented into the public services space by the end of January uh, this year. We noted that there were national and provincial departments that have reported to the department, that's the Department of uh, Public Services and Administration, that they were either, well, they had either completed their lifestyle audits or we're in the process of conducting lifestyle audits. And uh, Mpumalanga's Department of Health requested an extension. They submitted that particular extension or the request of extension on the 11th of March, 2022. They said that they need an extension till the end of the month. So that's what we know till March. Let's get a sense of what we knew in March to today. Where are we? We're joined by Bob Isaac. He joins us now on the line. Mdomtala, good evening. Thank you so much for making time. Good evening, Baba. Uh, thank you to you and to your listeners as well. Yeah. As I've indicated, as far as Bumalanga is concerned, we only knew that the Department of Health had requested an extension on the 11th of March, 2022, that they they were still going to conduct some lifestyle audit within their employees in the department until the end of March. But give us a sense of where are we as far as that extension. Did they somewhat adhere to the extension that they requested? And also give us a sense of you know, where are we in the province of Bumalang in terms of the control measures that have been put in place? Okay, uh, thank you for, for the opportunity. Um, as you indicated that uh, since uh, 1st of April um, last year, uh, it became compulsory for all the national and provincial departments to, to conduct lifestyle audits. So um, the departments now are required to report to the Department of Public Service and Administration um, annually uh, after conducting the lifestyle audits. So um, the Department of Health in Pumalanga could not meet the deadline, which was uh, in March, uh, as you earlier indicated. And uh, they indicated that uh, there was a, a large number of employees that uh, needs to be verified in terms of the financial disclosures, and there was a, a capacity constraint in terms of the ethics officers, uh, because now the ethics officers will have to verify all the financial disclosures that have been submitted. So thus far, uh, we have not re- re- uh, we, have, we have not received the report from the health department in Bumalanga. But uh, necessarily, we've got five departments that have uh, submitted their reports to the PSA, and uh, we have uh, reported it uh, as such. Okay, so five of them have uh, somewhat adhered to the measurement controls of the department, but I, I suppose it leaves the others to to be those that have not. Am I getting you correctly, or is there a way I'm missing you? 
Yes, uh, five departments uh, have reported to, to the EPSA because they are required to report to the EPSA after conducting lifestyle audit sure. to indicate to us how far are they mm. in terms of the lifestyle audit that they've conducted. Okay, so yeah, let's just maybe go back a little bit because I might have missed you there. You say that the Department of Health in Pumalanga, since the, the extension in March, they have not even come back to you to say this is what we have done. So they are still on that extension that was requested on the 11th of March. Yes, correct. They have not come to us in terms of that uh, because we have not received the, uh, uh, the report uh, since they, they requested the, the extension. Mm. But talk us through then, I understand that nearly about 400 ethics officers, uh, what one would assume that this is a national figure, that these 400 ethical or ethics officers and interested parties have been trained to, to conduct lifestyle reviews in a bit to somewhat root out corruption in the public services. You know, are all these trained, uh, uh, I suppose, nationally? And are they, they, are they those that are deployed to, to provinces within the 400? Yes, uh, within the 400, uh, we will be conducting the, 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 the risk-based verification, uh, which is the lifestyle review, training the ethics officers on how to verify the information. Because now uh, the ethics officers are, are using the e-disclosure system wherein now the designated employees disclose their financial interest. So there are designated employees that are disclosing uh, their financial interest. After disclosing, the ethics officer will have to verify that information. When they do their verification, they will look for, for the conflict of interest, uh, if there is a conflict of interest, and also the lifestyle review, uh, meaning that they want to look at the lifestyle of the, of the employee, whether they, they, they are living uh, within their means. So the ethics officers were trained uh, nationally um, because now we went to the provinces and then the national departments also, the ethics officers were trained. So we provide implementation support in order to carry out this process because remember with the lifestyle audit, it's a new phenomenon that was introduced only uh, in April uh, last year. So now we are taking them through that training so that they are able to carry out the responsibility of conducting lifestyle audits in their respective departments. Mm-hmm. I understand that in all the provincial departments, about 14 of them have submitted to the department that is the Department of Public Services and Administration. But give us a sense of how many have not really adhered to this, you know, somewhat of a measure of the department. Um, as of uh, March in, in this year, uh, we, we started with uh, about uh, 20, 21 um, national departments that have submitted, and uh, we also had uh, only 17 provincial departments that have submitted. When we made a follow-up uh, to departments that did not comply, and uh, the compliance uh, improved where in now uh, the national departments were 27. So it is 27 depart- national departments and 47 uh, provincial departments that have submitted. So uh, thus far, we, we, we are standing at that number. 
But we're hoping that it will improve uh, because now departments will have to report annually to the Department of Public Service and Administration in terms of their compliance uh, in conducting lifestyle audits. I hear you, I hear you. But maybe, you know, before I let you go, then kindly talk to us, uh, you know, about Isaac, around, you know, just what the public administration ethics, integrity and disciplinary technical assistant unit is all about because I understand that they've been working side by side, the South African police and as well as the directorate for the priority crime investigation and currently they are assisting the NPA. But talk us through what exactly do they do and what is then their role within the department? Okay, um, this unit, uh, the Public Administration Ethics in Public and Disciplinary Technical Assistance Unit, uh, it was established in terms of the Public Administration Management Act. Um, uh, the Act uh, also stipulates the functions of the unit. When you look uh, into uh, Section 15 of the, the PAMA, uh, which is the Public Administration Management Act, it outlines the functions of the unit, which will be including, among others, providing technical assistance uh, to uh, support the institutions uh, in the all three spheres of government, uh, meaning the national, provincial, and local. But now we have not uh, ventured into the local spheres. Uh, uh, as currently we are busy looking at the legislative framework in order to assist them going forward. And we also are developing norms and standards uh, on integrity, uh, ethics, conduct, and discipline in the public administration. So uh, we, we, we cooperate with institutions like the South African Police Service and the National Prosecution Authority. Because now we are also monitoring uh, employees or public service employees that are conducting business with an organ of state. So if we identify that uh, there are employees in a particular department uh, that are flat on the central supply database, which is a database that is hosted by the National Treasury. So we send the list of those names to the affected department. Uh, so the departments will have to do the investigation internally and report back to the unit. And uh, on a quarterly basis, we meet with the SAPs to look at the progress. So we outline the progress in terms of investigations and prosecutions, because now it has been criminalized to conduct business with the state. So if an employee is found to be conducting business with the state, the affected department will have to open a case at the nearest police station, uh, a criminal matter, so the case will be investigated internally and also criminally. Uh, and uh, if there is uh, maybe anything that is untoward that has been discovered mm-hmm. uh, according to, to their legislation. Yeah. Isaac, really appreciate having talked to you this evening. And thank you so much for giving us the latest update that about five departments in the province have somewhat adhered to this, which leaves about five departments as well that have not adhered to this particular measure of control of the Department of uh, Public uh, Services and Administration. Really, it is a great pleasure to talk to you this evening. Great pleasure indeed, Sir
really really sokozile sokozekhulu kwamambala that's uh, the Isaac Kabini uh, of the Department of uh, Public Services and Administration he's the director there for monitoring and evaluation he is also doing oversight and intervention management when it comes to lifestyle audits and he was just giving us there an update as to where does the province uh, sits he tells us that there's about five departments that have ad- adhered to this uh, you know somewhat of um, compulsory measure of uh, the Department of uh, Public uh, Service and Administration that all departments, uh, national and as well as provincial departments, should be somewhat uh, or, or should somewhat uh, conduct lifestyle audits. About five departments in the province of Mumalanga have done that so far.